another edition of Dugout Station. I'm Julian Gallardi. I'm Sandy Molinaris. And we got a lot of big news since last week. It starts with Anthony Volpe. Uh, we're getting Volpening Day. There's a lot of people wanting. He will be starting at shortstop for the Yankees. And some other final roster decisions loom. Jersey kid from our hometown. He went to school in Dalbarton. Um, high school in Dalbarton, which is in Morristown, so close to us in North Jersey. Such a great kid, comes from a good family. Um, finally, on Sunday, it was announced that he's starting as our shortstop. And it's it hasn't been done since um, a kid that age, at 21 years old, it hasn't been done since Derek Jeter in 1996. So it's just just great news for him. It seems to be a lot of full circle things with Jeter and Volpe. Um, both kids drafted um, first rounders. Both grew up loving the Yankees. You know, his father told me he still has a poster of Jeter in his room. And you see all the pictures and all the stuff circulating online. Um, and going back to Somerset with Volpe, the biggest moment last year is like when I knew he was it kind of was when he hit that walk-off home run in the first half uh, to bring the Patriots to the playoffs. I was like, all right, this kid's so different. He even he was offered a scholarship, a full ride to Vanderbilt, and he denied that that going to school. And it turned out so well for him that he was drafted by the Yankees, first round drafter. So good for him. Excited to see him, and I'm sure all the fans are going nuts over it. <laughs> yes, a lot of people were anxious for this. They were nervous that the wrong decision was going to be made. And you look at some minor league numbers below. He checks every box you could look for, and honestly. See 50 bombs, 162 RBIs, his stolen bases, as we talked about, 90 right there for his minor league career, which was some 19 to 22. So everything that you've wanted is here. Uh, they're not going to put too much pressure on him and lead him off in the beginning. Looks like he's going to bat nine. The thing that was most interesting to me throughout this whole entire process was that scouts had him at second base, and he proved everyone wrong. Everyone that said he was – everyone that placed him at second, absolutely not. He's a shortstop, and that's where he belongs. Look at the plays he made today. Amazing plays at short. Um Kid, kid has a bright future, and we're very lucky to have him. Yeah, and another good point with that is that without the shift, his speed is going to be more utilized than it was in the past. Like, defensive speed is more important than it's been because you used to have these guys calculated to sit in this spot because the ball is going to hit there, but that's not going to happen anymore. And like I said to you earlier, this is the best I've ever seen him look defensively. Like, he really put in the work and got better during spring training. They challenged him to win the job, and he went out there and won it. Uh, we talked. We heard also a lot, and we saw Willie Randolph ourselves. Um, he was there. He he was helping um, the Yankees, um, and he's been working a lot with uh, with Volpe. And when they interviewed Willie Randolph, it was so difficult for him not to compare Volpe to Derek Jeter because he sees as well. He sees all the similarities, and I think. You know that, that's a good thing. Um, also, he's been he's been fighting for Volpe since the beginning of spring training. He's fought for Volpe, and he finally won the job. I love the stuff about Willie. I really do. Willie said he pounded the table for Jeter too, so <laughs> that's where it lines up again even more. Um, but yeah, so we'll go to the other side of the coin. Unfortunately, it wasn't all great news because Oswald Peraza. 
takes the brunt of it getting sent down to triple a unfortunately he seems to be the biggest loser in this situation and it's unfortunate it had to play out this way why is ikf still here yeah i wish i could give you a good answer for that um and we're gonna explore that later on but um ikf is just like malpractice and all that um it's six million dollars to do what i'm not entirely sure he's now they're trying him out in the outfield they have some catching gear we mentioned but for peraza like see the triple a numbers here this is not a kid that needs triple a what's frustrating is that there's no there's obviously no that's why peraza was sent down no room for him meanwhile we have ikf um who hasn't been productive stats four home runs 48 rbis 22 stolen bases 642 ops nightmarish stuff and that doesn't even factor in the defense that was not good how can we fix this <sighs> well i mean all you can do is just have to bunker down for now and just hold out for Braza is going to have to spend some time down there unfortunately if ikf gets dealt uh for a reliever maybe like we talked about since we they don't have a reliever right now um that would be the way in the moment but they're not going to play him at third base so like he's going to be second mainly in the future i guess and Volby stays at short so ikf could be traded or play the outfield i guess that's what we're looking at here because his infield reps will be limited as well um they're not going to want him at third obviously because we have jd and dj Volby's going to play up six days a week, at least, you would think. It's just a hot mess because they put him, like, in every – they played him at center field. Yeah. There was mention of him catching. It's just – what are we doing? Why are we holding him? Yeah, I mean, it's just um, – it doesn't make any sense, really. He's kind of wasting a roster spot here. Um, he's going to be like a, like our third utility player, like we mentioned last week. It's just very, very redundant stuff. So speaking of the outfield, we have one spot left in the outfield. Um, today we learned that Floreal, um, and Ortega were, um, went with the team to New York. So we do not know yet who's filling in that roster spot. Um, Ortega did request um he did ask to be released um so is it possible for him to sign again it could happen just like they did with uh luke Boyd. the the brewers resigned him after he asked to be released so we're it's a it's a crazy situation right now because we don't know at this moment we don't know who's going to fill in that spot it could be Floreal, it could be Ortega. Calhoun was sent down, so he's now in AAA. Yeah, and if you look at the spring trainings they had, this is not the way it, shouldn't have, it should have gone, obviously. I mean, the thing is, Floreal is the replacement for Bader, basically, because you need someone in center. So, like, they don't have a pure center guy. But Ortega could do center. So, yes, like you said, Ortega asked for release. He could potentially return if he doesn't get another major league deal from someone. Right. Or maybe they do trade IKF and the spot reopens and they're like, hey, come on back. So it's going to be an interesting 24 hours for Ortega to see how all this stuff unfolds. Boone did say um, Calhoun made it difficult. He made the 
same with Peraza. I mean, I guess as a manager, what else are you going to say? Um, he said that um, Calhoun made the decision difficult, tough, actually, and um, which is true. Look at Calhoun's numbers. He put he put up great numbers. Um, yeah. The thing is, like how you mentioned in the last episode, he just doesn't have the glove like Ortega does. That's the exact problem, unfortunately. Um, one home run, four RBIs in the spring. His OPS was 771. He was hitting really well. And like I was telling you the other day, even the outs were good. He, he almost hit a homer one out. He he, lit, he ripped the line in the first base. Uh, a lot of productive at-bats. And Ortega, with those walks, too, like low-key, was getting on base a lot, even though the average wasn't pretty at the end. And it's good that we sent him down, right, because he can always come up. And if he, he, we would have kept him, he would just have to – go down anyway when Bader returns. Yeah, they would have lost him fully. So that's yeah. definitely a good point. I think that you can hold on to him for longer now. And there's definitely some value in that. Now, I do want to talk about Floreal because he is out of options, obviously. So that is yes. a big reason why he is not getting going anywhere. The Yankees don't like to just let their guys go. You see it's happened before. He's only had 54 major league at-bats. has one home run three stolen bases, but he's never gotten a consistent chance. And I'll say consistent right. flow for Florio. Right. So they haven't given it to him. And he's not going to get that here either. He'll only play sparingly, you would think, in this situation until Beta returns. Yeah, 54 at-bats. I mean, that's not a good – That's. Uh, I don't know yeah. what he means, but – Yeah. Same yeah. They, they were just like – they played him, didn't play. It wasn't consistent, you know? And spring training, too. Like, he didn't have a good spring. But, again, it's a small sample size. Like, I'd like to see 100 at-bats plus maybe at least see if he could do it. But I don't think he's ever going to get that chance here. I can't see a path for him getting that right now. Maybe he gets traded, too. Don't rule that out. They might be trying to trade him and then squeeze Ortega back in also. If Ortega doesn't come back, you're all your 13 hitters are set. IKF and Florio are the last two. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at with that. Um, I would like to see Ortega come back. I know you would too. Yeah. Because, like we said, he could play center fields. Like he could do it sometimes. Um, someone was suggesting the platoon Hicks and IKF and Setter. I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Come on now. Now, speaking of all that, there's a big point we need to make. So, we weren't saying that Peraza deserves to win the job over Volpe. It's not what any of us were saying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm saying that, right? Yeah. I mean, no, we're not. We, we're not at all trying to – we're not negating that um, – Volpe didn't win the job. He absolutely won the job um, at spring training. He went out there to compete, and he did just that. Yeah, 100%. But what we are saying is that we don't understand why. Why is this being thrown out the window? You see the stats I pulled up here. It's, oh, it's, it's his major league numbers, and he ended up playing in the playoffs. I know it was only 49 at-bats, but the OPS was 833. He stole two bags. He had a home run. And now people are saying that the same amount of at-bats as spring training should determine the fact that he's not ready to play in the major leagues and he's unprepared, apparently. Unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't fire me up. So, 
I saw an interesting tweet by New York Yankees News TV, just seeing it from a different perspective, which is Peraza was brought up from AAA. He did exceptionally well, excellent in the postseason. So you're sending that guy back down to AAA. Just that alone is mind-blowing. Absolutely. And that's the stuff that we're getting at, basically. That's a good summary of it. I agree 100%. It's like he did what he had to do. He went up. And unfortunately, he goes back down because we can't manage a roster of infielders. We have two millions. As well, Peraza goes from starting in the ALCS last season yeah. to getting sent down to AAA this year. I believe he started game three or game four. I don't remember which one now, but it was one of the last games of the year because that was just a crazy situation. We had three shortstops in four games, and we spoke about this in the past too. We had as Walto, IKF, and Peraza all draw shortstop starts in the ALCS. No words. That's the one thing we're happy about, that Volpe's going to end that nightmare of revolving towards shortstop. So that's not going to be an issue anymore. 100%. What are your thoughts on Peraza? How do you feel? Where do you want him to play? I want him to remain a Yankee. This is really a tough situation because then it goes back down the Glaber rabbit hole, which we're not going to go too crazy with. But I guess we got to groom him for – they don't, they're not going to do third base. I would have done that, but apparently that's not the plan. I would have groomed him for third base um, because we know Donaldson's going to be done sooner rather than later. Um, DJ's not as reliable there anymore. I don't know if that's their plan to try to put him back there or, or Ozzy at some point, but like they're going to try to do the second thing. So I guess it's going to have to be a situation where, again, Torres doesn't remain here for too long. It's like no one stays. No one stays in that infield position. And it's frustrating. It's fucking frustrating. You can't escape the reality that Torres probably won't be here long term. However you try to spin it, that's what the dots keep winding up to. Right. Um, But I would like to see him to get some third action in because that could actually keep Glaber alive. But um, it's, it's really, that doesn't seem, they're not going to do it. That IKF and Donaldson. Donaldson trade. I keep bringing this up until I'm <laughs> to the face. We've done it so much. But that's what's holding us down, honestly. Yeah, it caused it's everything. Prospects down. Yeah. No, you're right, 100%. Like, I've hit, I've been harping on it, too. It's hard not to. It's, it's it's a waste in two roster spots, especially Donaldson for $27 million. I mean, it's a, it's a joke. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous, but I don't know. It's just the way they built it. Like we said, it just wasn't built properly. And now you see the ramifications of it. Like you could have had Peraza stay up. He would have been tough to get the playing time. Do you think like he could have managed? Let's let's do this. Let's hypothetically like, all right. So say that IKF Donaldson trade never happened. Okay. Neo was still third base, right? like this. And and uh, Gary was catching. We could have <laughs> just released him. Kept Gio, and then you could have moved him off third a lot easier because the salary is not nearly as insurmountable as Donaldson. Peraza shortstop, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been last year. That yes, would have been Yeah. And now this year, possibly groomed him to third with Gio. 
Yeah. And then you have Volpe come up to shortstop. It's interesting to see how that universe would have been. <laughs> like, I wonder. <laughs> in a world. Like, in a world. If they don't trade. For, yeah, you could have just caught Gary. I agree. Because, like, he's a free agent now. So we were right to get rid of him. He's not playing with anyone. So that was the right decision, obviously. It just I, I'm only saying that because it just appeared that the Yankees just wanted to get rid of him. That was like They also had a weird fascination with IKF that they still can't seem to get rid of. Like, they tried to trade for him twice. You know, they wanted to trade for him before he went to the Twins. They tried to get it from Texas, so they were just really into him. And then I don't know that Donaldson had to come in to like help absorb Sanchez, I guess. And they thought it was an upgrade over Gio, even though it really wasn't. All right. Yeah. Gotta get through that. So here's an interesting topic for you um, about Volby again. And we had this talk before, and I think you'll enjoy this. So how do you think the fans should be? Like, what do you expect from him, like, in the beginning? And, like, how do you view his overall scope as a rookie, like, trying to fill these big shoes and, like, help this team win a World Series? I mean. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for him. Um, I said in the last podcast that I wanted Peraza to hold it down um, only because I already saw what he did in that level. But all I have, all, all I can say is, wait and see what happens and the way he's hitting the ball man he's also hit great against major league um pitchers so um i mean i think i think he's gonna he's gonna excel yeah like you mentioned, Lopez, he hit a home run off. That's a good pitcher. Now, Tanner Hoke hit a double off. Aaron Nola, two hits. And then now <laughs> the shot that he's going to be the star of the show. And a big thing I think that – Great for him. And a big thing I think that's going to help him is that Aaron Judge is going to be there with him leading the way. And Aaron Judge, the new captain, nine years, is going to take Volpe under his wing. And then they're going to be a tandem together. And then they're going to do a lot of great things for the Yankees. We yep. mentioned the bullpen before. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on with this bullpen. Last episode, we talked about Luis Severino, um, and now he gets injured. Unreal. We were just saying how we wanted these guys to stay healthy. And um, so now he has a lat injury again, um, which not the same spot. Um as his last injury? Yeah. It's like a different area of the lat. Um, he's had this issue like three times with the lat. Now it's like getting to be concerning. Um, he's not going to rush it. They're going to wait till he's fully healthy and feels no pain. Um, they're saying hopefully a few starts, but we know how his timetables go. Like, I don't know exactly how long, but like, I'm expecting like, Maybe at least a month of April, and he comes back in yeah, May. I think at least a month too, like last time. That's um, how I'm feeling. Yeah. So Johnny Brito has a big opportunity here with the Severino injury, and he really impressed. And Aaron Boone even said um, he knew what was on the line. He went out there and executed. And talk about execution. How about 16 up and 16 down for Brito? My God, he's been amazing. Uh, we. We saw it when we were in spring training. We saw his stuff and his pitches. We knew he was ready. I saw like on Twitter when when he was announced, everyone was like, who? Brito who? <laughs> Guys, educate yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we were both in the reply saying, you guys will see, just wait, watch. And now everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, Brito, we're so in. And um, after that, the- <laughs> he's expected to make the rotation. Happy for the guy, excited for him. And it was against the Blue Jays, too. It's a high quality yep. of opponent with a lot of major league hitters in the lineup. They didn't have everyone, but great yep. stuff for Brito. And he may get the third game of the year we're hearing. Uh, we'll see if we can get that confirmed sooner rather than later. We should go to that game. <laughs> uh, if only, well, maybe we'll see. Um, all right, so speaking of pitching, um, Matt Crook was also sent down. That's someone we advocated for to get a shot. He was another one that went down, but that was before today. Today, we get some clarity on the bullpen and some more guys that were sent down. And yeah. yesterday, they announced a few people that made it. So we'll start with the guys that did make it. Albert Abreu is in the bullpen. We kind of hinted at that last time. Um, so he didn't have any options left. We kind of saw this one coming. Uh, the Yankees really like the arm. Jimmy Cordero, I kind of wish I mentioned last time. I thought that he didn't, that he's had an option left, but he didn't. So they liked his arm as well. They added him on the 40 and he made the most of his opportunity. So that still leaves one bullpen spot left after Weiser and Hamilton were sent. Are you ready for opening day? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be out there on Thursday. Uh, we'll get some good content for Dugout Station, of course. Um, it's opening day. It's Aaron Judge's first day. It's a captain. Oh, it's awesome. Garrett Cole on the mound versus the oh, Giants. Awesome. Yep. A team that Judge could have went to, but Arson Judge did not go with the Giants. <laughs> Aaron Judge stayed with Thank the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Judge stayed with the Yankees. Um, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number 99, nine year contract. It's all, it was all meant to be. It was scripted the whole time. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, so let's get our handles out there. You can follow me on Twitter, Sandy Molinaris and Sandy Stats. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all same handle, Dugout Station. Did I miss one? No, I don't think okay. so. Um, so it's um, Twitch we might end up doing maybe. We got to get our Twitch going. But right now it's not really too active. Okay. Um, you can, I'm Julian Gilardi1 on Twitter. And Instagram's Julian Gilardi11. Um, but again, everyone make sure you sub to the channel. We really appreciate everyone watching. We hope you enjoyed the content. Thank you for Thank you for watching. Yup, and we'll be back soon. Not exactly sure when at this moment in time. Maybe after some games have gone down, but um, we're excited for what's ahead. Let's see if we can get a win on opening day. Let's go.